Hi, Peter Borker here, and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now, joining me today in the studio is Dave Mason, who is author of The Size of Your Dreams, which he says is a cross between Think and Grow Rich meets the Death Poet Society. Welcome, Dave. Thank you. It's so great to be here. So, Dave, I'm curious, why write the book? So this book was really teaching techniques that I stumbled upon and that absolutely blew me away. So let me paint a little picture here. We'd gotten into ourselves into a really big financial jam because we wound up buying this house and putting far too much money into it and got ourselves very highly leveraged. And we needed to sell this house, but we'd put so much money into it that it was really our asking price, what we had to get back was a lot more than was kind of standard in our neighborhood. Just houses that as nice as we'd made this one just aren't really sold here. That wasn't how people lived. And so I needed to figure out how am I going to sell this house? And I'd actually come across this technique from originally from Thinking Grow Rich. And then I made some modifications to kind of fit my own style. And I wound up taking the things I'd learned. And I wrote a note card for myself. And the note card said, that I intend to sell my house on 43 Beersheba Street by July 27th, 2015. And I intend to sell it for at least this much money. And then I went and I listed all of the steps below that that would, I thought would help me sell the house. And sometimes I'd cross out steps. I'd say, no, this isn't working. And I'd write other things. But the entire time, that goal of selling the house by July 27th, 2015, and the amount of money that stayed exactly the same. And I'd read this card every single morning and every single night and a couple of times during the day. And I'd always bring myself back and refocus myself on what I had to do. And at a certain point, fortunately, we did sell the house. And afterwards, we actually sold it to friends of ours and they invited us over to, to uh, have a bottle of champagne and celebrate on the day of the closing. And I walk into, the, into their house and I hand them this note card. And they look at this and they say, what is this? And I say, I've been reading this every day for the last six months. And they're shocked because the day was July 27th, 2015. And we just agreed on the sale of the house for exactly this amount of money. And this experience absolutely blew me away and said, okay, there's something really powerful here. And I'd already been working on my second novel at that time. I write biblical fiction and I like to take a break in between various drafts of my books. Those books take me forever to write. And I literally sat down and wrote this one. And this one, it just came out in almost no time. And I wound up creating this novel set in this high school classroom with these four high school seniors and this one new math teacher who wants to teach these students how to make their lives absolutely extraordinary. And he teaches them a number of skills. So I just, I just talk, told you about one of the note cards. There's actually three note cards we go over in the book and also a number of other, other skills. But through this novel, you learn all of these techniques for setting really ambitious goals for yourself and manifesting them. And they're all things that I've seen work incredibly powerfully in my own life. And I hear all the time from readers that it's been, they've had huge, huge impacts on their lives as well. And if you look at the law of attraction, the whole thing around Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, I mean, that's been around for a long time. And that's been used by so many successful people. And the reason I wanted to bring you on to today's episode was the last two years have really changed people. And I think where people, 
people that were really strong at manifestation and perhaps did exactly what you did with the cards and everything and just had that consistent thought in their head day in, day out, working towards that point of manifestation, whether it's sort of the selling of their business, selling of the house or whatever, they got thrown by the pandemic. They got totally displaced by lockdown. And a whole new sort of psyche emerged. And the dreams that people talk about, those really big dreams, I don't know if you've seen it, but I saw it a lot where for many people, it started to shrink. And actually, instead of people having dreams, people were saddled with that burden of debt, like you had with your house, where you had to then think differently how to get out of it. People were, were saddled with burden of debt with their businesses. They were taking out additional borrowings just to cover the cost of living. And what was meant to have been a relatively short lockdown period, because initially people were just talking about three months and then things will go back to normal. It dragged on to a year, to two years. And in all fairness, we're now in our third year of this. And I think people have started to sort of forget to dream again. And they're consumed by a very unhealthy focus at the moment, where all those good habits have been very often sidelined, whether it's the thinking and dreaming big, whether it's the diet, the exercise. It's like we've regressed. How do you, what advice would you give people, knowing that this stuff works, where they may be in that psychological rut? Okay, so I'm so glad you brought up the law of attraction. Now, when I think of the law of attraction, the first thing I think of is movies like The Secret, which really talk about, you know, just really focus on it, focus on your goal, focus on your goal. And I think you're right, people started having a harder time believing that what they wanted was, was possible. And they focused on their goal, but if you focused on your goal and you don't really believe it's gonna happen, it's definitely not going to. That is definitely not what the secret is preaching. But the techniques that I teach in the size of your dreams are very, very different from the secret. And one of the biggest things is that the secret is into focus on what you want, focus on what you want, focus on what you want. Where the note cards technique that I use differs from that is in the steps. It's not just focusing on what you want. It's always about, okay, what are the things that I can do that will get me there? And sometimes, by the way, when you make a note card, you don't, you look at the, the goals, you, the steps you're going to take, and they're not strong enough to get you there. They're not going to get you to the goal. And that's one of the things we teach in the book. That's okay. Are they going to get you closer? Because sometimes just taking that first step, sometimes you need to get a little bit further along the path. And then you start seeing, oh, you know what? this is working. Maybe I can do, try this other things. And you're going to come up with new ideas, but especially when the old techniques you've been trying are no longer working, that's when you really need to, A, still be able to hold on to that focus of what you want to be, what you want to do, what you want to manifest, but you need to really look at those steps you're going to take and get back to saying, okay, no longer does this work because suddenly I'm in lockdown. I need to get rid of step three and step five. Those are those different actions that I had been telling myself would get me to my goal. You know what? They're old news. Those are 2019 steps. I need to replace them with 2020, 2021 steps that will work now. And I think that's one of the big places that we, we get stuck is that we, we, we're still trying to, to get to the old destination 
using the old methods. We can still get to that destination, but we need to shift our mindset and our outlook and the steps we're going to take, the actions we're going to take to get ourselves there. And I think that's one of, been one of the biggest challenges is I think for many people, they've sat in a waiting room for two years where they haven't sort of redrawn out the cards and said, okay, this is still the destination. What new steps do I need to take? They're actually saying, okay, I'm going to write this out and wait for things to return. And as things exactly. haven't returned as they expected it, that's when perhaps they started to lose that confidence, that hope, and that focus. Exactly. I can tell you that I struggled deeply in this area myself because I had a lot of willpower. And when the pandemic started, I'm like, okay, I can get through this. No problem. I can just buckle down and get through this. And I didn't seriously pivot. And at a certain point, like my willpower was great for three months. It was great for six months. And then I was drained. I had nothing left. And I started getting, getting depressed. Like I'd gone through all of kind of my, my tank of willpower because I hadn't really shifted the way I tried to live my life. In fact, we wound up doing something that I look back on as one of the best decisions I've made in a long time. And that here it was, I, I live in Israel and it was getting to be winter and winters can be very cold and wet. And we were about to head into a big lockdown. And I knew that when my family was all locked down together, the first time it had gotten really bad. And I was getting, I was, at this point, I was out of my willpower and I was getting, going, sinking deeper and deeper and deeper. And I was really struggling. I said, if we go into winter lockdown, we're going to want to kill each other. And whatever emotional resourcefulness I have left is going to be drained. I need to radically shift what I'm doing in my life. And we want to saying that, you know what, my son's going to, they're going to close his school anyway. So why don't we just leave? And I want to booking my family just said, okay, we're out of here. But picking up and going from Israel to South Africa, which okay. at the time we booked the tickets had almost no COVID. As soon as we got there, the South African variant came out like three days later. Uh, so we wound up going to a place that we thought was a good COVID place. But we wound up going from winter to summer. We wound up hiking and surfing and adventuring and saying, okay, you know what? We need to refill our emotional tanks. We need to do something very radically different because this whole idea of just using willpower to get through this period, it's not sustainable for me. So we need to go, A, first let's go on a family adventure rather than going into lockdown. And then coming out of that, I need to start looking at, okay, how can I rebuild my life and the things that I want in my life in a way that will function today? Not the plan that I was using a year ago and not just you know bucking down and using my willpower to get through this period, but how can I reimagine things for the things that will work right now. And that's a really good point, because I would say that probably that feeling drained, I can relate to it, and so many other people can, because actually that emotional bucket, so to speak, hasn't been refilled. Exactly. Because all the things that we would have normally done to refill our bucket unconsciously hasn't happened for many for two years. So, exactly. Okay. One, one no, the, in fact, just today we were, we were just speaking, my, my wife and I, you know, one of the things we used to do to fill our emotional buckets was travel and go to these amazing 
conferences, seminars. We're Tony Robbins people and we've gone to all of his seminars and we've been on volunteer crew members at his seminars and just going plugging into a really intense, powerful environment for a few days is really great. And then the ability to plan and travel just went way down up until recently, we couldn't even leave our country. You know, the airport's been closed. They've done all kinds of crazy things. And just today and yesterday, we were saying, you know what? Why don't we do some of the online courses that are out there, but not just at home? Why don't we get a bunch of people together and rent an Airbnb in a beautiful place and create our own seminar environment? Because, you know, just being at home and, okay, then turning on the, you know, the internet and watching something while I do dishes, okay, it doesn't quite have the same thing. But if I get a group of people together in a house and we're watching something there, then we can really draw off each other. And it's like, okay, that's something we can do during COVID when we might not be able to travel that will sort of replicate that ability to have the energy of being with a bunch of people and all committed to growth and be able to be in a beautiful place and being able to fully focus ourselves. So again, that's like a COVID friendly way that we said that we came up with that we could get something we really need in a way that is very different from the way we we're getting that need a couple of years ago. And as you say, it's sort of about thinking forward. And it's all about sort of, and I hate to use the word pivot because it's probably been really overused, but actually it's pretty much accurate. Pivoting doesn't mean just changing your business. Pivoting can also be changing your mindset, changing the way that we operate, changing the way that we live our life because actually going forward, this does become the new tomorrow, which is already here today. Exactly, and truthfully, I have to think that maybe I'm you know, overly optimistic, but I happen to think that at this point, we're almost through it. From the very beginning, I was told that coronaviruses tend to last for about two years. We're really right about that period. And you see Omicron just got so many people infected that I'm kind of hopeful we're coming out of this. But I'm really hoping that a lot of people can come out of this much different. And I think a lot of times we fall into very repetitive patterns of our lives. And I'm starting to see that people will start to question, okay, what do I want my life to look like? How do I want to be different? How do I want this next period, the post-COVID period, to be different than the COVID and even pre-COVID periods of my life? And well, it will be. It will be because people had, for the first time ever, I've never seen the world, literally the world, come to a standstill. I mean, most of the world just slowed right down to a pace we've never experienced, which means people actually had time to think. They weren't just going through school. Then if they went on to college or went straight into a job, they didn't just jump from one thing to another. They actually had time to reflect. And actually, that's a very different place to be when you can actually stop and think, okay, well, what is it that I do want? Yeah, and I think it, and it, it's, been, it's been frustrating because so many things that we did want, we couldn't then go out and get because they're, they're no longer accessible. You know, I, when COVID started, we were locked down. We couldn't go more than 100 meters from our house. And I couldn't even go into the park to exercise. Like all the things that I wanted to be doing, I couldn't really be doing there. But I think post-COVID, as things come down, I really encourage people to kind of re-envision what they want their lives to be like. And we actually teach a lot of these techniques in this book, The Size of Your Dreams. One of the three cards is the identity card. It's very much about, okay, who do I want to be? What, what traits do I really want to be manifesting? How do I want to be looking at myself and looking at the world? And really stopping and asking that question, because when things become possible again, 
maybe it's a good thing if we don't just all fall back into those easy patterns of school, job, marriage, death, or whatever it happens to be that uh, we we're, we're in before. But we actually stop and say, you know what? If I was to dream even bigger, if I was to be even more plugged into what is possible, what could I really do? Yeah, and I think we're at that pace. I think we're at that space now, especially if you look at the UK. Most of the restrictions have been removed. They've still got 90,000 cases a daily, but it's not exactly sending many people into hospital. And as you said, I think we're coming out of it now. It's now having that reboot and actually having that mindset recharge. We start thinking, okay, let's look at the possibilities and let's start thinking and dreaming big again. So if people want to connect with you and get more information, where do they head? So I'm happy to give everybody a free digital copy of The Size of Your Dreams. You can just go to thesizeofyourdreams.com and download the book, or you can grab it on Amazon if you want to. And in the book, you, you'll see, okay, like here are the various starting points. Where, where can we go from here? And from that point on, I hope to be offering, for those who want to go even deeper, we hope to be offering a number of other courses and opportunities to go even deeper with the work. But they start with the size of your dreams. It is a really fun, really fast read that teaches just tons of lessons about how to be able to manifest what you want, both internally, you know, about who you are and what you want to be and how you want to feel and externally what you want to accomplish. So I'd love to get everybody a copy of that. And I think people can really stress themselves a lot more than they tend to. I know I certainly can. And is the book available on Audible at all? Yes. Yes, there's an audiobook. You can get it on Audible and you can get it on anywhere. Audiobooks are, are sold, downloaded. Yeah, the only reason I ask because so many entrepreneurs are actually dyslexic. And therefore, although they don't naturally sort of read a book, so many of my clients and so many people that I know actually listen to books, myself included. I love listening to books. So it's good that it's an audible version. Rose, and thank you so much, Dave. If anything today resonates with you, and you want a bit more information, head over to Borka.com and get in touch. I really do think now is a great time to sort of have that reboot. Your dreams haven't disappeared. They may have been paused, but it's now time to get that energy behind your dreams. Start to think a lot bigger again and get that excitement back around your life, around your business, whatever your focus is. Dave, thank you very much for being such a great guest. It's been a pleasure having you on today's episode. And remember, everyone, failing to learn is learning to fail, so please stay safe.